Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today on the show, we have Robbie Maynard. Hey, Robbie. We are yeah, so excited yeah, yeah. to have you on the show. Before we get into it, though, do you mind introducing yourself to our listeners who may not know you and kind of give us a background on how you got into photography? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, thank you guys for having me. Of course. Honestly, I'm a huge fan of the show. So. Same, same, same. Um, my name is Robbie Maynard, and I am a photographer from Massachusetts. Uh, I got into photography early uh, in my life, like in my 20s, uh, shooting a lot of digital and um I became really disenchanted with digital because I was I was doing a lot of like heavy editing mm. and I yeah. found that it was more about the editing than than it was the actual photography. It wasn't until 2017 when my my girlfriend, my now wife, uh, oh. bought a uh, <laughs> yeah, Nikon FM10 and uh I don't want to speak ill of Nikon, but that <laughs> camera is not very good. but that's what i learned on that's what she learned on and um we started uh yeah we started our film journey and kind of haven't looked back it it, it, it's it's been a lot of fun man i love that it's the two of you too that's so sweet i love it yeah it's yeah classic love story (laughs) (laughs) nikon film for time (laughs) yeah 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 it's kind of funny because um you know when we first started shooting film uh, we sent our film off to CVS because that's like the only thing we knew how to do. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so we never got it back, and I was like, "Well, we're not going to waste money." So uh, I went out and I started to buy like chemistry and a scanner, and I oh, learned wow. how to develop the same time I learned how to shoot film. And uh, I don't know if that's the best thing for people to do when you start. <laughs> so that's not advice. Dude, I can relate everybody. to that totally. But yeah, I was like, that's like you. You've never used a lab. Yeah. Yeah. I learned through the whole, pro- you know, the whole thing. Yeah. 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 I'm a very like hands-on learner. I need to like do things in order to understand it. Good times. Good times. Yeah. So do you have a, I want, we obviously want to talk about your, your fabulous YouTube channel. Did you, do you have a background in, in video too, or are you just naturally good at it? <laughs> well, 
I mean, truth be told, I made like, you know, homemade videos on VHS when I was a kid and I always yeah, yeah. loved that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I was very artistic, but like I did, I remember making my own little VHS cassette cases and like drawing the art for them oh, and like man. Cool. writing like, the, you know, the synopsis on the back and all that stuff. Like I just like, I was really into like all the details of like movie making, but you know, obviously I was a kid, but I've always, I've always loved making movies and trying to tell stories. And uh, I think that helps kind of translate or I think it translates with, with the YouTube videos because, you know, the, the photos are one thing. And when you compare it with like, you know, the video side, I think it kind of makes it all come to life. I always like to say that it's like a, a living journal entry, mm-hmm. my videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of how I approach it, you know. That's my favorite part. Like I was just saying to Chris before we before we hopped on here, I was like, my favorite part is like your uh, of your videos, and it's it's the the camera, like the camera. You you keep it still. You know what I mean? Like you're Mm -hmm. not like zooming and moving and running and gunning (laughs) and stuff. Not that that would be bad, but like it's almost like a photograph in the video as well. Like I don't know how to explain it. I'm I'm not very tech with the terms of videography stuff but i just really appreciate that i do take a lot of like time finding compositions for the videos too because you know it's like everything i just want everything to look good you know that's how i perceive it so like i wanted to to translate but i used to definitely run around with like the camera and like yeah you go through all those stupid trends of like having a gimbal like i needed a gimbal for some reason to like guilty yes yes. (laughs) you spend like 300 dollars on something that like has absolutely no purpose at all Uh in like what i do so true yeah those are the things you'll learn you know those are things you'll learn oh yeah yeah finding your style with anything is like you have to trial and error and like do what the cool hot thing and be like this isn't me you know like before you settle on like your aesthetic right especially with photography that could take years i mean i've gone through every Ugh. genre i feel like you know yep. and i i'm like still searching for for my style i would love i love looking at people's work and being like oh yeah that's 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 robbie maynard's work or that's you know whoever mm-hmm. like that's like my favorite thing and i feel like we at least i'm still striving to get to that point but i think that's just what the nature yeah. of it you know yeah i think that's like the that's the hardest thing is like kind of finding your own style and I used to like put a lot of like stock into that and being like, I need to like find something that makes my images stand out mm-hmm. from whoever, you know, Johnny 35 millimeter on Instagram. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I like you get caught up in that. It's like a mm-hmm. whole world of like, you know, you just you like it almost it's competitive in a way where you're trying to like beat the algorithm or yep. ha- have your images show up on, you know, whatever the top pages are on Instagram yeah. or whatever. And you know, I, I, that's kind of like part of like why I switched f- to film was because it's like, I just wanted to get out of that space. Like when I shot digital, it was all about being featured on Instagram pages and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, who could come up with the most interesting images and it just like, I was just like, I'm just sick of that stuff. I feel like the, like we go talk about like the Flickr days, you know, like getting featured, getting <laughs> yeah. in on Explore or whatever they were called. Like that was like, man, I think I did it like t- two or three times and I was like, ah, like I, it's like. Life accomplished. Like I'm, yep. like I made it. <laughs> you know <laughs> what's you know weird about that is that uh, um, I, I did. Like, I still occasionally upload images to Flickr. Mm-hmm. Same. And I got, I got, I was on the Explore page, and I didn't even know it. I didn't know what that was. And yeah. somebody <laughs> sent me like a message. They're like, "Dude, you're on Explore." I was like, "Cool, cool." Yeah. I don't know what that is. What a and rush, then I saw man. that it, like my picture had a bunch of likes. I was like, yeah. "Oh, okay, this is a big deal, I guess." <laughs> What a great time. Yeah. I mean, for me, that was all 
like because Instagram now we're like, okay, here's a bunch of stuff in our stories. Here's a bunch of stuff in a carousel. Like the Flickr, you would do a shoot. And this is back when I was shooting musicians. So I would like get one that I was like, this is the one that's going to represent this whole shoot. You know what I mean? And then you would like post it. Yep. And that was it. Instead of like, here's 35 images of the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I kind of look at Instagram that way a, a little bit where it's like, I'll just post a couple of pictures like a month and mm-hmm. I don't know, like maybe they're not even winners. I just like, just let everybody know that I'm still here, you know? Yeah. Mm. The thing about Instagram That's too is I like, I'll, I'll, I like won't, sh- you know, cause my work is like, okay, now it's all film photography and it's like this kind of family stuff. I'm like, well, I can't post stuff from General Hospital that I, sh- cause I work on the soap opera General Hospital. Like, like I just got approved to like. <laughs> share those i'm like that's not gonna look like that's gonna be like crazy if i post that there you know like but is it like who cares it's my work it's it is what it is you know of course yeah show people like that's i i I love like knowing the people behind the images i Mm -hmm. i i'm certainly guilty of it with my my instagram is like it's just pictures that i take and nothing of me Mm -hmm. and um you, you know you forget that like you're supposed to be connecting with the person as Uh well as like the image and, you know, taking people in and being vulnerable, showing people like the ups yeah. and downs, you know, I think I should probably do maybe more of that kind of stuff on Instagram. But yeah, I, I, lo- I love like seeing people and like what they're doing in their normal life and, instead of oh, just yeah. like polished, perfect photos. It's true. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I feel like we all kind of get guilty of it, of of only showing, you know, the Internet's huge of that, of only showing the good stuff. You know, there's there's a yeah. lot of... uh in between the good and you know i used to love when i was doing youtube a lot too like i used to love when i would have a fail because it's it's always good to show you know when you pull the roll out of the tank and it's and it's empty (laughs) you know it's like blank roll oh chris go go ahead i want to hear your story i mean i just i just had the blank roll there's the 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 blank roll thing is like especially like this stage in the game you're like you're you're like i have two stories now but like i you like (laughs) Anyway, I got a blank roll of like a really important thing for me, you know, not not anything that I had to turn over to a client. So like, thank goodness. But like when that happens this stage in the game, you're like, am I even good at this? Like, I'm going to quit. Yeah. Like, how, yeah. Could I, how could I get a blank roll? I, I host a YouTube channel. I have a pocket. I could not be getting blank rolls. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> but like it happens. It happens. That's just part of it. You know what I mean? No, but the yeah. story of the story I was going to tell you about like making mistakes. I'll I'll tell a story quickly behind the scenes. Shoot a wedding scene, like wedding portraits of the actors that, that just got yeah. married in the show. Which and, actors? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> um, but those we are under the gun on that show. They're like we, the actors are like don't want to wait. We have to go hurry up. They had to move on to the next thing. So so me and the social media coordinator are like okay, let's just like hurry up, hurry up. So we pose them. I take all the, got, we got nailed all, everything off their list. We got the, the, the bride and the groom. We got the bride and the groom and the kids. The bride and the groom and the da, 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 da. And then I'm like, okay, whew, like my day is good. I got what they needed, blah, blah, And I'm like scrolling through and we had put them in front of like, they had this statue with like wings. Oh no. Like an angel thing. Tell why their face is right. Their wings are growing right out of their head. And this stuff in my real life wedding, I would have just been like, all right, I'll just, I can just, I'll Photoshop that, no yeah. problem. Yeah. But I don't have control of these. This is like, they go to, to oh, their people right. and they, yeah. I can't. So I texted the social media guy. I'm like, look, I think we, we were going fast, but like, I should have caught this. Like the wings are going out. And he was like, no, don't, don't even worry about it. Like, I didn't notice it. They're not going <laughs> to care. 
But I'm like, but it's my like, yeah, like, yeah. I would it's never, ever, ever, ever let that go by. <laughs> so I was like, he's like, I'll mention it to the Photoshop people. I'm sure they're going to want to touch up people's faces. So like, you're fine. <laughs> no, tell me they posted all of them, all of them with the wings coming out of their head. Like, uh, <laughs> I was going to say this day and age, there's probably like a wings around their head button on Photoshop <laughs> yeah, that they be. could just click. You know. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can just AI that, that right out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. Man. But that that <laughs> happened too. And that was like completely out of my control. But yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's unfortunate because you're like, no, I... <laughs> I, I'm good. I swear. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I know what I'm and doing. And also, also, like, if that were to happen, like I said, I would fix it. I wouldn't turn it over. Like, I would, because it was like 10 photos. It, would be, it, would, it took me 20 minutes, maybe even yeah. that. <sighs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Robbie, I wanted to talk to you. Um, one of the, my favorite things about your YouTube, Timothy and I were talking, like, it's very, it's very like zen for, for us, like, all the stuff that's going on in yep. the world right now. I, I'm, able to watch your your channel and just like lift my anxiety a little bit but i want to talk to you specifically something we do talk about on the show a lot is the inspiration videos that you do where you take a specific photographer a specific body of their work and then you share it with us and then you then you say this is the work that i created on because of that which i think is so good so i guess i just wanted to say is that is that a part of your everyday you know thought process when you go out and shoot or is it is it something you do specifically for the channel or is it all of it well i mean it it started um as like a way to i mean i just started looking you know going through books especially older books that i've had Mm -hmm. that like your your perspective changes on all these things so so often you go through an old book and then you're like why did i not pick up on these things earlier Mm -hmm. so yeah i started to find a lot of inspiration from from books and um i was like how can i you know how can i illustrate this in a way that would be interesting for like the channel um, and then, you know, you, you deal with like the struggles of like, <laughs> do I really need to tell people like how important, you know, a work by Joel, you know, Sternfeld is or <laughs> yeah. like w- why, like who am I to like do a review on somebody who's like far, you know, more successful than I'll ever be. You know, I, it started as just a way to, to sort of, you know, show people that there are things out there that inspire. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm working on a a bunch at the moment. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. They take forever. Yeah. But I, I just picked up um, Sunshine Hotel from Mitch Epstein, which is like a gigantic wow. book. And uh, I'm really looking forward to diving into that. But the problem is now I have like four others that like I've already <laughs> recorded uh-huh. and I've done the dialogue for. And then uh, now it's like the editing is the hardest part. And, uh, you know, just sitting down and doing all mm-hmm. that. But it's... um. It's a lot of fun. I love I love going through people's work. I love uh, Justine Curland is like I think yeah. my favorite photographer. Um, yeah, <laughs> so she's good. Uh, she's special. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's something about the way she's able to tell stories and the way that she she composes every image. Mm-hmm. It, like it's the last image she's going to make. And there's mm. something about that when you see somebody put so much care into a singular image that you just yeah. kind of like you gotta like you just want to get out of your chair and go do something yourself yeah and, you know those are the kind of artists that like i really love it's you know people that make you want to do what they're doing or you know find your own voice and i just i just love that i adore justine Curland, barbara bosworth um obviously joel sternfeld is a huge inspiration for me yeah there's just so many like really big important photographers out there that mm-hmm. uh 
that really inspire me. I think you're doing a great job also like introducing those photographers to people who may not, yeah. you know, it's hard to know everybody, you know, I don't know everybody. So like just having somebody else, you know, doing just being able to share that with the people I think is really important because like you said, it's like somebody could see that video, see see your work, see their work, and then just be like fired up, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you guys, I mean, you guys do that too. I mean, like there are so many artists that I like don't even know about. And then I, I'm like, you know, because I just go through the, the podcast and I'm like, I don't know who this person is, but I'm going to listen anyways. And then, you know, you're like, oh my God, like this person's like really talented. You know, yeah. I'm so grateful to you guys for like introducing me to them. I don't know. I think that's the great thing about the photography community. I feel mm-hmm. like... It is like, like really supportive and out of all of the, you know, quote unquote communities that like you kind of exist in as you grow up through different hobbies and stuff. Yeah. They can be really hard to like, you know, be accepted into or, you know, not be kind of shunned out of. Um, but like the photography world, I feel like everybody is like supporting each other and lifting each other up. And that's why I love what you guys do because it, it brings you know brings people together, first of all. And yeah, it brings awareness to, to everybody's sort of their thing, you know, whatever it might be. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> of you. Of course. I like forgot. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we did that? No way. <laughs> I have a question about your photography and YouTube and all that stuff. Do you still go out and shoot just for you where you don't take the camera mm. with you? Like the video oh, camera man. with you? Yeah. The lines get blurred for sure. Yeah. I do definitely like, I like earlier this morning, I went out and shot and um, I didn't take anything other than just my, my film camera, but- there are definitely times where it's like, am I, am I just doing this to make a video or am I am I trying to make intentional images? And yeah, like the lines do get blurred and you, you kind of forget what you're doing sometimes. And I think that's that's what happens with YouTube. You get so caught up in yeah. like right. wanting to be successful and wanting to make it, you know, your job. I don't do photography for a living. So, you know, I have a, I have a, not a nine to five, but I call it a nine to five, but <laughs> um, it's more of a two to 10. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. and, uh, you know, that's what pays the bills and the photography is secondary, but like eventually I'd like to not do the day job and be the photographer. But, um, yeah, you definitely kind of like, you have to separate it at a certain point and like understand that the photos are more important than the video. I don't want to be a, the idea wasn't to be a YouTuber. Right. The idea was to be a photographer. That's what right. I wanted to do, to get right. out and make images. And um, the video was secondary. Mm. But yeah, sometimes it does become primary and then you kind of forget what's going on. <laughs> yeah. We struggle with that a lot, I think, too. Definitely. With, you know, it's hard. You I mean, we don't want to be like influencers by any means. We just want right. to be, we, we, like you said, we want to share people with the community and be a part of it and all that stuff. But sometimes you're like, man, I just want to be a photographer. I don't want to have to worry about like, if you could just like, I mean, I'm taking a social media break right now, just in general, but like, I would love to. I think that's important. Yeah. But like, like create a body of work behind the scenes and then like come back with something substantial. We've talked about this, I'm sure a million times too. Just the idea of that—it's like so exciting, you know. Mm-hmm. And we have, and yeah. I think it's—I think it's—it's it's important for anybody to just like, if you can focus on just your work and nothing else, I think you'll benefit from it, and I think your work will too, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think as artists, like the the greatest thing you have at your disposable uh, your disposal is time. You know, mm-hmm. nobody has to know exactly what you're doing, 
And you know, you don't have to show all of your work. You don't have to show how you found it, how you got there. You know, it's like you you just have to show when you're ready, when you think the image is perfect, and not when the process has started or oh, I'm hitting some speed bumps. Like I do that all the time. I'm just like I I get lost in it, and uh, yeah, like I I I forget that like I don't have to show anybody anything. I can just (laughs) hold on to it until it's ready. That's what we talk about, like photo books and stuff. Have you have you uh, you got any plans for any photo books? Because that that's the kind of thing where keeping it all for for something special like a book or a show or something like that. Right, right. I I mean, I would like to be as like prolific of a bookmaker as like Robert Adams. He has like yeah. a thousand books. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I um yeah, I mean, I don't have anything lined up, but I'm I'm constantly going like. This image I'll probably won't show people ever until it fits into something else. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like I, you make images, you go through like, you know, a thousand shots and there's like one that you're like, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's one that's going to have to be hidden away for a little while. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I would, I'm, I would love to, to definitely make a book at some point. I would love to make a lot of books at some point. I do get lost in the ideas and, you know, you have so many in my phone alone. I have like Mm. an application where there's like 64 ideas that are all kind of going at the same time. Just depends on like where I happen to be or the mindset that I'm in. But like there's always like things going on and I'm always curious to hear other, other photographers perspective on that because I don't understand how to just stay focused on one idea Mm. and to work through it for like months or years or you know however long it takes i don't i don't know i don't know how some people do it yeah i was gonna say like i will put all this work into it and like be done at the end and then like look at it and be like this is all garbage (laughs) 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 trash start i'm starting over For me, it it was so easy when I was living in Franklin. Like when I was down in Tennessee, I had I had a great little, you know, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. how many blocks was it? It was one, two, three, like four block radius that I would walk multiple laps a day and capture that town, you know, because it was one of those yeah. things where where I first moved there. It was pretty, pretty chill, pretty quiet. And as the popularity of Nashville and its surrounding areas grew while I was there, you could see it was just like growing into something way more than it was. So it was really neat to to go and capture that and get the daily grind of a little small town, you know, and uh, a little big small town because it was very heavily populated and and that was neat. And then I, you know, COVID happened. I had to stop. And it's it, it kind of still hurts a little too much for me to go back through that work. But I know when the time's right, there's mm-hmm. something there. You know, I have about eight, right. eight, nine years worth of of something to give to that. Yeah. And the cool thing was, is while I was I knew I was working on a project like that, like in the background of doing things like portraits and just doing like random stuff in the in the like keeping it fresh where I wasn't always, you know, not every day I went for, you know, five laps around town, but pretty much every day. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But Timothy, I want to say we're, we're, uh, we're ready for that body of work whenever you are. Like you tease <laughs> us a little bit on what threads I... and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. good. And then I'm like, damn, he's not going to do anything. 
I need to just like collect it all and give it to somebody to go through yeah. to to have them because I I look at them. It's one yeah, of those things yeah. like it's you either look at your photos from before and you're like, man, these look these mm. are way cooler than I thought they were. And then two yeah. weeks later, I'll look through them again and I'm like, all trash. Everything is trash. Like <laughs> yeah, I am, like, I'm <laughs> never showing this. Like yeah. you, know, you should you should send it over to like a curator and have have them like just. Like see, start sequencing things and just Ugh. pulling things randomly. I was in talks before I moved to with the Franklin Historic Society of they wanted to do a book. They were like all about I was their like featured artist, every art crawl and stuff. And they were just like, we got to do something with your photos. And then COVID happened. And, you know, it's I haven't yeah. talked to him since. So You got to yeah. swing back around, though. Like people yeah. people remember that, you know, like. Yeah, I'm, photos. I'm yeah, photos have a way of lasting forever, right? Yeah, yeah they do. You just just put a bug back in their ear, and you know, like, because that's really important work. I feel like you know, if, if they're interested in, in putting a book together, it, it's gonna mean something. You know, I'm of course, always, yeah. I'm always down. <laughs> I'll be your pub, or publicist or manager. I'll be like, I'm. Yeah, there you go. Out on there you go. <laughs> 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 well, we we couldn't we couldn't uh, not ask you about the Oxbow. I love your Oxbow series. I love every time you say the word. Mm. It's such a cool word for a place. <laughs> like it's just. Talk talk to us about that about that project. It's it's one of my favorites. Well, yeah, it it started as just a way for me to like shoot more large format. Mm. Um, I think even like the first video, I was like, I need to scratch that large format edge. Mm. And like, yeah. ever since then, I was like, I I was just like, I need to get back out there. But it, it, yeah, I mean, I saw Joel Sternfeld's work, and obviously that's what the name is derived from. And it's sort of just a continuing documentation of that landscape. Mm. I. You know, I, I always talk about like the dilemma of being derivative of other artists, especially someone like Joel Sternfeld. But, you know, things, you know, change and it's important to document how they change and why they're changing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, though I think a lot of like my videos are kind of political in a sense, or at least have some sort of like uh, underlying political belief system. Yes. Um, I don't want to like be preachy or anything, but when you photograph a natural landscape, you are sort of having to understand what is happening and how we affect it. And right. uh, I, that is just like one of my favorite places on the planet. It's not as large as maybe I make it look. And um, it it's just, I don't know, you can just walk around there for hours and get lost in the woods. It's sort of like being a kid again, you know, you just kind of like wander down a path and then you see something that catches your eye and you go off the path and now you're yeah. just in the middle of the woods bushwhacking yeah. through and he's finding like old bottles or you know it's the large tree you know it's like you just like forget that you're an adult boy yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you're just you know you're a kid again and i think that's part of like why i love that area you know so is it game land or what what is it that allows yeah. you guys to to be on it all the time because i feel like if i would it's go just... out and do a cornfield here i would get shot in like a second oh yeah well i <laughs> i had thought most cornfields were like that i thought like everything was like cool and then you know re- you know uh-huh. <laughs> kind of recently i went to a place and this guy was like this is private land i was like oh Oh, sorry. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to walk around here. (laughs) Uh, Whoops. Yeah. There was no no trespassing signs. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. But um, no, I think the the land, it's partially owned by the Autobahn. And some of it is just like public farming land and some of it's private. But like the people who own the private sections are like they understand that it's 
a, a, a really important place to people to go and walk and just kind of get back to nature. So they don't really mind, you know, nobody yeah, messes yeah. around out there. So it's like the people you see are like, you know, dog walkers. And I saw a guy out there recently. I didn't have my camera, obviously, a Ugh. big mistake on my part. I hate but that. he was, he had a, a hawk. And he was like, the hawk was like flying around and it would come over and catch, you know, no go in his arm. No way. What? <sighs> yeah. I'd be like, stay know. here. Stay here. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only issue is that I, I live an hour and a half away. So yeah, stay uh, here. <laughs> stay here. I'll be right back. <laughs> four hours later. <laughs> yeah. Four hours yeah, later. Yeah. But like bad timing. Like I, like I just yeah. like, I just wanted like you were talking to earlier, Tim, um, you just kind of like, you don't want to take a camera sometimes. You, you don't, you just like yeah. want to be in it. Uh-huh. And I like left my phone in the car and I was just like, I'm going to go just walk and see what I find. And uh, yeah, I find something cool and I don't have anything to take a picture of it with. How it, how it goes. <laughs> it's always that way. Yeah. You bring every single piece of gear and there's nothing. And then you're like, today mm-hmm. I'm going to go and just experience the world. And then you're like, a guy with a hawk, come on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a big hawk too. It wasn't yeah. like, I was like, what are the chances that mm-hmm. this is the time I find this? Oh, that's so I did cool, want to, to say about your landscape work, but then you also are like, I saw a guy walking with his dog and I'm going to grab his portrait. And I'm like, what? You just like walked over there and asked? Like, oh, I wish, especially where I live, LA, people are just like looking great all the time. You know, this guy came around <laughs> the corner. He had like this vest and a cowboy hat. I had my leg around my neck. I was, watched him walk, walk right by me. And then I was cursing myself because I didn't have this guts to just be like wait hold on like you look fantastic can i just grab a portrait how hard is that right like i just said it out loud right now that's not that hard <laughs> right like yeah. did you do you yeah. have to, do you get nervous like what's the process of, of you just like go for yeah. it uh yeah totally uh, terrified um yeah. <laughs> and i know that like most of the time they're just they're gonna be cool and they're not mm-hmm. gonna care yeah but you know there are times where they're like no get away from me you weirdo yeah. and those are the times that i'm like yeah, I don't yeah. want to go bother somebody, yeah, yeah. you know? There's definitely like a lot of anxiety when it comes to those things. Um, I would never last as a as a street photographer. I, I listened to the uh, Trevor Wisecup uh, yeah. episode you guys did. And I was like, if I just had like that guy's ability to just I know. <laughs> not care and uh-huh. just like go for it knowing that, you know, we only live once and that like uh-huh. this image is more important than getting yelled at or maybe punched in the face, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it's just one of those things. Yeah. You, it's, you get, I don't know. I'm like riddled with anxiety most of the time. Mm. So like Ditto. whenever I'm put into a social situation, it's like, it just gets amplified. But at yeah. the end of the day, you know, somebody says no, no big deal. Right. You know, if they say yes, you know, yeah, hey, best day ever. Now uh-huh. your day is made, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like. Now, you, like, there's something about it, like, when you take a photo of a stranger and they say yes, and you make an image, and whether or not it's a good image or, you know, a terrible one, you just, like, you have this confidence. It's almost yes. like, you know, like a runner's high or something, mm-hmm. and you're like, I can do anything now. I can, I have the ability to make my best work right now, because, like, that was the worst thing that I could possibly go through this morning, which was like right. run into a stranger that I want to photograph and have them say no or have them say yes or whatever. And now I got that out of the way and now I can just like yeah, be free to create. the world. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I love that. Actually, it's funny because I ran into this guy uh, in Cape Cod where I was shooting for uh, Joel Meyerowitz's um, Cape mm. Light and uh, he was on his bicycle going down to the beach 
And I was kind of like tailing behind him, not in a creepy way, just because the road was like he was in the road. And mm-hmm. we eventually met at like this entrance to the beach. And uh, I asked if I could take a picture. He was like, yeah, sure, of course. And I took a picture. I was like, great, that's fun. And then I went back to my car, <laughs> started to drive away. And I, and I look over and he was half naked <laughs> and wearing just a loincloth covering the front and back of him. <laughs> and I was like, I st- I like pulled back around. I ran, I like ran out of my car, but he like disappeared into the dunes Damn. and uh. I just like couldn't find him. I don't know if he was a figment of my imagination. <laughs> you made like, him up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, this is the greatest person I've ever met. I need to go photograph this man. <laughs> I just couldn't wow. find him. Oh, man. Yeah, those are the ones that I, I think about. It's like oh, the yeah. missed opportunity. That's the other thing. Like these kind of things when you don't do it, like getting oh, a no you. is better oh. than they haunt you. Mm-hmm. Haunt you. Oh, yep. my God. It's like yeah. forever I'm thinking about this image that I could have had. <sighs> It's so true. Yeah, that happened like months ago. And I, I, it's like the one thing that I was like, maybe I should just go back and wait and see if that man comes yeah. back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that's the great thing about like photographing strangers is that it's, it's impossible to sort of duplicate, you know? It's yeah. like, yeah. you have to be in the right spot at the right time at the exact right moment. And you need to be there, you know? You need to have the courage to ask for the image. Yeah. And, just take it. It's that saying like shoot first, apologize later, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's plenty of times where you don't ask. I, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Icky, Guilty. But... <laughs> um, when I do, like when I go with my wife and we, you know, I'm taking pictures, I like I'll sneak behind her or something and I'll like, you know, like kind of use her as like a cover. Oh, I'll yeah. Take a picture. <laughs> she gets so her, mad. She's her. like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, don't do that. People don't want their picture taken. I was like, they don't even know. Yeah, it's they cool. have no yeah. clue. No clue. <laughs> and they're not going to punch a woman in the face, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hope not. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Just using your first shield is for everything. <laughs> oh, man. I, I like that you have so many questions. Yeah. I mean, this, your, your stuff is really, it, it, like, it really resonates with both of us. So I really yeah. appreciate that. I wasn't yeah. sure, like, it's like, I've been asked to do some podcasts and I always just say no because I, I don't watch them. You know, it's sort of like when people, like, ask you to be a sponsor or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't use the product. I don't, I don't want to talk about great of this. So, like, when you guys asked, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to oh, get on that. Cool. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I was like, I hope they actually watch my videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're we're pretty intentional about people we have on the show. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Do you guys um are you guys fans of Brian Burks? Because he reached out to me yesterday and he was like, "I'm a huge fan of that show." He's like, "I got to get on it. I don't know if you can put in a good word for me." Oh, like, Brian, I got to get on that show. We, uh, <laughs> we've talked about. We've been to actually on. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really, dude? Yeah. He's. I mean, he's great. I love his work. I mean, I do too. His large format stuff is like. Whew. Yeah, he's he, he's Brian Brian Burks is one of those people that like. You talked about having the courage to go up to a stranger. He yeah. like right. he does it, knocking on right doors, house, knocks on the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wow. yeah, I don't I don't know if I could ever find that kind of courage. But like, and he seems very timid sometimes in his videos, where he's, he's like, "I'm I was afraid to ask," but like he still does it. And I yeah. think you know he and he gets the image. And see, that's where I want to take. Yeah, he's in the works. Myself, like yep. I. Because I, I, I'm no longer in an area where I have people just pouring out of every scene, yeah. you know, like now I, I walk <laughs> right. down the street and I'm literally the only person walking down the street. And yeah, I, I, I need to figure something out because I, my I've been working on a project for probably well, since I've been here a couple of years now. And it what it's missing is the 
the portrait, some environmental shots of people in in the town and stuff. Like, so I think I need to pull a page from his book and and Mm -hmm. oh god, imagine knocking on a door. (laughs) (laughs) That's a next level. Next level. Imagine knocking on the door of like a a, you know a Midwesterner who's just like, come on in, you want some food? (laughs) (laughs) Massachusetts, they're like. Get away from my house. Yeah. You know, like. same, same here, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah. why does this person different. have a camera? What are they trying to get yeah. me doing? Like, it's it's a little different on the East Coast. Very, yeah. Very, very <laughs> different. Yeah. Is there any like parks or like town squares or it's got you got to go to the city? I feel like you got to go to like Pittsburgh. Yeah, I live. I don't, yeah, I, I, I live like 15 minutes from Providence, Rhode Island and oh, really? 45 from Boston. So like I got a good like in between. But yeah, I don't. I, I like. I prefer Providence because there's there's yeah, like nicer yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, and like it's it's more artsy. Like I like we usually go and hang out by like RISD and Brown and stuff like that. And we'll go get like lunch and hang out, and take pictures. Boston is just like you park somewhere and it's like fifty dollars just to park. Yeah, sure. And then you yeah. know you're too far away from anything else. And you're, like the his the <laughs> history there, like there to be honest. The, the history of Boston, like that's what I miss about the East Coast. Is like goes. You know, sixteen hundred. Well, it's the beginning. Back, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the beginning. It's the start. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> Literally, the yeah. It's the original OG, OG America. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I used to love uh, Rhode Island. I would. I had a buddy that went to college. Mm. I forget which school he went to, but we used to go up all the time and and be in the city, go to Newberry Comics, and just like yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're very comic. I love that. Oh, dude, it's so good. And I, there's still a couple around. Are there? Good, good. That makes yeah, me happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I didn't realize you were that close. Very yeah, cool. yeah. It's it's nice. It's it's nice. We're like I'm on the border of Rhode Island and Massachusetts, so get the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right back with listener question for Robbie right after this message from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just wanted to pop in here quick and let you guys know about our Patreon-only Developing Hang Nights. Now, we've done a bunch of these already. They're a ton of fun. We laugh. We develop some film. We talk shop. We also try to get a former guest for these. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Patreon is the best way to support the show. Thanks. All right, guys, this is part of the show where we break off and take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from Andy Dreads BMX. And they wanted to know, do you shoot 35 millimeter anymore? Ah. Oof. Uh, God, not as much. But I mean, I do shoot. I, I went to a concert recently. I saw Shaky Graves, who's like my favorite oh, artist. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, we shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we uh, I shot an Nikon L35. Uh, AF, love it. Just kind of messing around, but I do shoot a lot of 35 millimeter when I uh, when I go to wrestling. I shoot a, I shoot some am, uh, professional wrestling shows. Man, where can we see where can we see those images? Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't really post them that much. See, um, <laughs> yeah, I gotta, go, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll have to start like throwing them on my stories and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah, it's mostly black and white just because it's easier to work with. Yeah. Um, like T-Max, you know, 3200 yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But yeah, I usually use, I don't know where my camera is. It's, uh, I usually use my uh, Olympus OM4 Ti and a 35 millimeter lens. And I just like walk around the ring, you know, get all the people that are there going crazy, yeah. drinking on a Thursday night. And uh, yeah, that's about the only time I shoot 35 millimeter. Wow. But there is like an ease of it that I that I do miss where you can just kind of blow through frames and not yeah not really worry too much about it. Well, that's because you shoot you shoot a lot of six nine, so that's I mean that's eight mm. shots. I do you know what I mean? It's eight shots. That's eight shots. Yeah, and you yeah, make yeah, them count yeah. Yep. <laughs> there's so many times where I get home and I'm like, I have one more shot. Do I just burn it? You know, the, yeah. take a picture of the dog, or do I just wait? <laughs> yeah. You know, now it's like yeah, I'm gonna wait because it's getting more expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Between that and large format, it's like, uh, yeah, you start spending a lot, especially called negative on large format. Mm-hmm. Oh my it, god! Yeah. Uh, it becomes a little, yeah, a little crazy. I took two shots recently of the exact same scene with just slight changes, and I was thinking about a third, and I just was like, "How much money is that? Yeah. And how many <laughs> more holders do I end up in my bag?" You know, there's a lot more um, sort of, you know, intention behind shooting large format and medium format for me than there is with 35 millimeter where you can just kind of shoot whatever and not really care. Six by nine and four by five are just like, you know, you're you're really thinking about what you're trying mm-hmm. to do because it's, you know, it's it's in your benefit to, to make it work. Do you find it's harder to get through a roll of 36 frames? Oh, yeah. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how people yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys? Are you the same way? Oh, totally. I, I'm trying not to be now because yeah. I want. I, I don't like. You know, we talk about hoarding film. Like my fridge is full, and I'm. You know, I've got this beautiful child here now that I'm like. I'm just gonna. I gotta shoot. Like I'm just gonna shoot. If it works out, it doesn't. But I'm not gonna be so sacred with a, each frame, because um, that's like we talk about mm-hmm. making mistakes or like if you don't think something's film worthy, but like take it, take it, because it probably is. You know what I mean? Right. That's something right. I'm actively working on. There's something about film too. Like even. A really boring mundane shot that looked mm-hmm. like nothing can be like spectacular, you know? Totally. That was a big that was a big thing for me for a while was just because it was shot on film, you know, that it was a good <laughs> yeah. photo. And it took me a while to mm-hmm. kind of break that. Cause I see that back in like a lot of my real early YouTube videos when I started like my first role of Kodak Portra, you know what I mean? And it's like pictures of rubbish bins um mailboxes (laughs) and you know it's just it's funny and i was like that's a gorgeous shot oh i gotta share that and it's a trash can i mean like tim (laughs) but it looks really cool because it's shot on film like right yeah i can relate i grain Mm. it looks good (laughs) yeah i think yeah i think we all fall into that trap at some point but like i don't know there is something to it It does look pretty nice totally Totally. (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> and just to kind of circle back from your videos too, like mm. it, it is almost a diary entry of what you're doing. Yeah. I really love that because in one of your latest videos, you're just like, I don't like, you know, color positive and slide film and, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's so true. Like you really do find what works for you. And yeah, it, it's it's really neat when you got, you know, you got your six by nine, you got your four by five, you got your film stocks that you like. And it's that's I feel like is the biggest thing you can do for yourself is kind of hone in to what works yeah. for you. That's how you get to that. Yeah. Remember how we were talking about your style and your look? I think that's yeah, yeah. That's kind of yeah. how you got to do it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, once you find something that works for you, you just got you got to stick with it. Yeah, I did I feel like a lot of people 
go like, oh, I need to shoot this if I'm going to shoot this. Or like, mm-hmm. I need a Mamiya 7 and I need to have all, of, you know, all these lenses and stuff. And for me, it's like, I don't know, you just kind of get out of your way at a certain point. You find what works and you just stick with it. I do sometimes think that like, I should leave some stuff on the editing floor on the, you know, in the YouTube videos. Like, I don't want to ruffle any feathers with maybe this segment. So maybe I'll take that out. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, who cares? You know, I don't right. like color positive, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yeah. No, that's great. But yeah, I do. I, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it, it is like th- sort of therapeutic in a sense to like go out and just be with the camera. And even though I'm, I'm aware that I'm making videos, one thing that I think is like really important when, when you're making a video by yourself is like that, you know, you talk to the camera as almost as, as if it's a friend. Yep. You know what I mean? And like yeah. you're out there just, you're by yourself. You know, the camera's not going to respond. You know, no one's actually watching. Yeah. But it's almost, it's, it's almost like there's, there's a friend with you and you can kind of just talk about whatever. And, you know, at the end of the day, you, you go back through the clips and, it, it almost looks like you're a delirious person you <laughs> uh, <laughs> having a conversation with the camera. But like some of my favorite YouTubers that do photography are the people that like really are good in front of cameras that you can connect with. You know, you there's like, like I said, like the camera is like a friend and yep. he, right. you're watching it and you feel like you're their friend. Like right, Jason Comerfeld, right. you know. Yeah, I've never yep. met him or talked to him, but I feel like he's a friend because I've watched his videos like Nick Carver, yep. Kyle uh-huh. McDougal, you know, these people like they just have a way of of communicating with themselves essentially that makes it feel like you've known each other forever, you know? You're there too, man. I feel like I totally. appreciate that. And it's great because yeah. I mean, watching your videos to talking to you now, you are that guy. Like you're the guy that's in those videos. You're just... It's it's great. I wish I was as funny as Jason Comerfeld is. <laughs> oh, don't we all? I mean, come on. <laughs> I wish I, <laughs> I wish I could make a, like a video that like sounds as good as it does in my head. Right. But then I try to like say a joke and it just doesn't translate. You know, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. You got your funny stuff, man. I love. I you, you crack me up. It's good stuff. My my wife always asked me to keep the bloopers in, yes. and uh, for a while I was keeping them at the end, and then it just uh-huh. became like too many that I was like, yeah. no one's going to want to watch me fumble over my words for 15 minutes. <laughs> they are great, though. When you get to see somebody's human, it's it's a very, very nice thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's, I like that part, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you got to keep it real, you know? Exactly. All right. Now we got to give you the tough ones. They might not be yeah. tough, but they could be tough. Two camera questions. Part one is the desert island camera. Is there one, you know, you just can't live without? What's it going to be and why? Hmm. Well, if I'm going to be on a desert island forever. <laughs> well, it's a magical desert island. Don't forget. Is, so you have is. a photo lab, batteries, mm-hmm. like Perfect. none of that. Yeah. 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 None of that matters <laughs> in this, on this island. <laughs> that I'm going to, I would probably choose like something ultra large format, something I've never used yeah. before, something like 20 by 30. <laughs> Like field camera, mega, and just like spend twenty four hours like composing a single shot and do that for like the rest of my life oh, of this one okay. little island, excluding all the you know <laughs> the photo lab that's there and the people that are also on the island with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I would definitely choose something huge and just spend all my time taking pictures. Wow, mm. I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. All right, part two is the white whale. Is there anything out there that, you know, you've just always wanted that you, 
you know, you're lusting after, you're searching the bay. <laughs> the bay. <laughs> I don't know. I I do. Uh, I don't know. I always get like caught off guard with this question because I never, I never think, I can't think of cameras. I guess like a, I don't know. I don't, there's like no camera that I think I really want. Maybe like a camera that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like if there was a Fuji GSW that had a closer focusing distance and oh, yeah. a faster aperture, like that would be the camera that I would, yeah. I would probably dump all my money into. But <laughs> like as an existing camera, I, I don't know. I, I like the Nikon F3 Titan or is it, is it the F2 Titan? I forget what that is, but I uh, Jason Comerfeld has one, and uh, two I think he posted it like he has two now. Well, no, no, I think it's the F two. I think. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, if he has two, you can probably you know you can just send one on over. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's the F two Titan. Yes. That okay? Yeah, yeah. I think like when I was getting into film cameras, that was definitely the Nikon F two Titan was like that is cool looking yeah it is a know, really cool really one. classy yeah i like the font on the titan it looks like uh i don't know if you guys golf but it looks like the titleist font yeah it does yeah yeah it's really classy a... you know i like that yeah <laughs> can't go wrong with a classy yeah. classy camera exactly I'm, I'm not much of a leica person i've i've shot one i understand the appeal but um yeah i don't know i just i don't know yeah, it's for some people, and it's... We're always <laughs> jealous of people who are like, I'm good. Me and Timothy are always like, oh, <laughs> oh, back yeah, and forth texting. Yeah. Like, I want the the Fuji GA645, uh, you know, I want this, I want that. I'm on the eBay event <laughs> for the M6. I'm going to sell everything else. It's, it's horrible. But if you're like, I'm, I'm set, like, yeah. ugh, to be at peace like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? I've I've always liked the Bronica um, RF six four five. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The the fact that it, like it shoots in the vertical. Yep. Like, yep. You know, standard. Yeah. I ju- I don't think I could get used to that. Even though the camera's oh, beautiful, yeah. it looks amazing. I just like I just know myself that I would get so annoyed by like these like little things, and uh-huh. I'd be like, this isn't worth it for me. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like shooting half frame almost, like a big half frame. Yeah. Camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, for sure. And I I think I've kind of like. I don't know. I shot six, four, five for so long that I think uh, now that I've been shooting six by nine, I just like I can't, can't go, go back. back. Yeah, can't yeah. go back. I still regret telling my my G dubs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm an idiot for it. That's my problem. I don't I don't sell anything because I'm like I know I will regret it somehow, some way. You know. Yep. I sold my the first ever camera that I bought. What was it? No. I uh yeah, it was a uh, a Nikon L thirty five AW in that orange. Oh, the why? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know why. Oh. <laughs> it was a big mistake. I still think about that camera, and I'm like, it was just so perfect. It was like the AF, but like just big and bulky, and you could just do anything with it. Mm. I took so many great pictures with it, and I, I don't know. Yeah, you just make bad decisions sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> it really does happen. It does. It does. Well, great answers. <laughs> well, great answers. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. This has been so great. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Again, we're he- fans over here, so we really appreciate it. And keep doing what you're doing, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. I'm a huge fan of you guys as well. And I appreciate everything you've done for the community and uh, giving people their voice and uh, thank you, thank giving you. out opportunities. It's really yeah, important. So keep, so keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> We're not going Where can anywhere. everybody check out the channel? Where can yeah. everybody check out the... You got a website, Instagram, plug, whatever you want here. Yeah. You can uh, follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Robbie Maynard Creates. 
Patreon too, if you feel so inclined to support me. Though I don't post much on there, but you can all of your yeah. revenue, all the things that you give, uh, all of it goes to uh, to supporting the channel and things like that. So I make it very clear in the description that like I don't post on here much, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Patreon, Instagram, YouTube. I don't know. Come to my house and hang out if you want. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Go on a photo walk in in the uh, East Coast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang out at the Oxbow. I'm sure I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> I need to. Hey, if if any of you guys ever come up here, I'm I'm happy to help you. One hundred percent. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I mean, that's like that. I just said, like especially this time of year, I wish I can go back to the East Coast. <sighs> it's the time. It's a good time of year. Yep. Timothy, where are you? Guys, Instagram, Threads, YouTube. All Timothy makeups, uh, just especially for YouTube, bunch of old photography videos there. Go to the search bar, just type in Timothy makeups, timothymakeups.com. That is it for me. Chris, where are you? So I am crispy photo on all of the things. We are analog talk podcast on Instagram. We don't really use Twitter, but you know, we're out there. Analog talk. You'll find our socials. <laughs> I'll plug my website too, since I'm going to be sharing more work there. Also, I've said yeah. this before. I want to start blogging again. You know, I miss just... Like the flicker Ooh, days. Yeah. Like this. Here, here's this body of work here, and that's where I'm going to share it. So, Christine, my whole name, Bartolucci.com is my website. So, Robbie, thank you so much. Oh, this felt so good. We love, we love talking of just photography. So, thank you for nerding out with us. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. All right, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. First, Chris and I would love to thank Robbie for coming on the show. Dude, Robbie, we love what you're doing. Your videos are so good. They put us in a zen. They get us pumped up to go out and shoot. Thanks so much, Robbie, for taking the time to hang out with us. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk for only a buck. You can get the show two days early. We also have our Patreon only developing hang nights over there. A bunch of stuff in the archives. And like we always say, Patreon is the best way to to support the show. All right, guys, that is going to wrap it up. Thanks again, Robbie, for taking the time to hang out. And guys, we will see you next week with an all new episode. Later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.